Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have Pastor Janice Lamb, co-founder of New Song Church in Easton, Maine. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Angel, for having me. I'm happy to tell my story. Well, Janice, you have experienced God's healing. Tell our listeners today how, how that has come about. I had been a sick young mother, sick actually for 30 plus years of different uh, syndromes like fibromyalgia, sarcoidosis, uh, chronic fatigue, hypoglycemia, many, many different syndromes and diseases that uh, kept me from being able to be the mom and wife I dreamed about being growing up. I was sick and tired and depressed and fearful and anxious, all of it. I was desperate for relief from pain and symptoms of autoimmune disorders. Um, and a friend told me one day she came to church and she said, Janice, God told me on the way to church today, I want to heal you. And uh, up, at that, up to that point, I had been prayed for and an oil, oil uh, anointed, anointed by oil, uh, but healing had not come. Uh, so for two years after she told me that, I searched the scriptures and tried to build my faith to believe God to heal me. And finally, the Holy Spirit just spoke to me, and, and it's like he pointed his finger at me and said, Janice, do you want to get healed or not? So I knew at that point it was serious. I had to say yes or no. I said yes. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. My first healing came about in a healing service, and I actually, before I was healed, I was delivered from a spirit of death and a spirit of infirmity. And uh, after that deliverance, uh, I was completely healed of fibromyalgia and an immune dysfunction. My daughter also was healed of both things in that same healing service, and she also was delivered of those two spirits uh, before she was healed. It was then that we knew there was more to the God we thought we knew. And we began a search for that more. And in, in our journey, a book was given to us entitled A More Excellent Way by Dr. Henry Wright, which opened our eyes to scriptures that we hadn't been taught or seen in the scriptures ourselves in all the 30 plus years we'd been in a church. and. It pointed out a, a missing link that God's people uh, aren't seeing in the scriptures. And uh, that missing link is that there is healing and deliverance for today. That in sicknesses, in 80% of sicknesses, there is a spiritual root that needs to be dealt with. The scripture talks about a spiritual root is, is like a weed. You can go out on your lawn and pick the top of the dandelion, but if you don't get the root of the weed, it's coming back. And that's the way it is with disease. We can mask the symptoms, um, but until we get to the root, is that healing complete? And that is a spiritual root. Um, and I also, in the process, learned to seek the healer, not the healing. You know, Janice, it's interesting that you mention about a spirit of death. When I was younger, even as a young mom, um, I had, whenever I would 
feel like flu-like symptoms or I'd get sick, I would hyperventilate. And one day I asked Jesus, I said, I don't see this happening to other people. Like, I would go to the emergency room and um, they would give me Demerol and Compazine. And <clears throat> after a while, um, I can remember my hands and feet would hurt so badly. Um, but I get beside my bed one day and I asked Jesus, why? Why? And he said, um, it was a spirit of death. Um, it had attached itself to me from my mom. Um, my mom, I had seen her as a young girl go to the hospital and she never returned. Um, the ambulance came and took yeah. her and open door. And I was afraid. So every time I got sick, I um, would hyperventilate. Now, I had no idea that that was on my life. So I can identify with that. Mm -hmm. um, it is very real. And until we get to the root of it and pluck it out, yeah. um, we're haunted, we're tormented, we're mm -hmm. sick. Um, so I agree with that. Tell yeah. us more. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I can say after learning those truths and applying them to my life, I can say today I'm completely healed. I have no syndromes. I have no diseases that were in my past. Uh, there are many scriptures that <clears throat> I come to embrace in my journey. One of them was John 10.10, 10, the thief comes not but to steal, kill, and destroy, which is what he was doing to me, which is what he was doing to you. Um, but Jesus said, I've come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. And my life wasn't what Jesus said he came to give me. So something was very wrong. I knew that something was very wrong. My life as a Christian, a believer in Jesus and in his word of 30 plus years was not abundant, uh, but filled with physical sickness, depression, anxiety, all the things the enemy was putting on me. Also, Psalm 103.3 says, God forgives all of our sins and heals all of our diseases. And is God a liar? I have to ask, had to ask myself that question because it says all. It's easy for us to believe that he could heal, uh, forgive all of our sins, but it's not easy to believe that he will heal all of our diseases, yet that's what the word says. Only 5% of God's people are healed when hands are laid on and when they're anointed with oil, just 5%. That means 95% walk away with no healing. And what is the message the enemy is giving the 95% that aren't getting healed? Uh, could it be that they think God doesn't love them? That's it. <clears throat> that and is so true, Janice. That is, is so, so true. true. I met with a lady. Um, it was actually a, a hairdresser to someone very close to me. And she wanted to be healed. And so she was in prayer lines after prayer lines to be healed and didn't receive it. And after she passed, she felt that God hadn't... She had told her hairdresser that she felt that God didn't love her enough. Mm -hmm. But that's a lie. It is a lie. Yeah. Yeah. And having said that, the scripture in Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven to 39, <clears throat> when Jesus said unto them, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind... This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love is the key to unlocking uh, all the scriptures for our life, understanding how much God loves us, that in return we would love him back and have the faith to believe him that 
he does want us well. God isn't out to kill us. Mm. He is for us, the scripture says, and not against us. <clears throat> so the journey has taught me much about scripture that I didn't know before. It's taught me much about the work of the Holy Spirit that I didn't know before. It's taught me much about the fact that I'm a daughter of God That's and that he loves me with an everlasting love and he wants more than I want the abundant life for me. And the word is full of the answers that we need to have that abundant life. Just to let you know how it's changed my life since the, the initial healing, the instant healing, I've had many healings, but not all of them have been instant. Just that one time with fibromyalgia and uh, healing my immune system. All the others have been like a progressive healing that as I have replaced the truth of the Word of God versus lies from the enemy in my life, my body began to do what God created it to do, and that is heal itself. So I've been healed of many diseases and syndromes just by applying the Word of God to my life. I'm walking in freedom, spirit, soul, and body as a result of applying the whole truth in my life and nothing but the truth. I'm walking in wholeness as well as in health, spirit, soul, and body. There is a continual growing in grace and knowledge of God that gives me joy and peace and power from the Holy Spirit daily as I apply God's Word to my life. There's an ongoing sanctification process of being changed from glory to glory into His image as I get rid of the kingdom of darkness in my life and replace it with the kingdom of light. And last but not least, God is helping us to restore others as we have been restored. Amen. Isn't that what it's all about? Um, the gospel of Jesus Christ to go out and share the good news. And when Amen. you've been healed, how can you keep that to yourself, Janice? It's hard. I want to tell everybody, but not everybody wants to listen. That's right. <laughs> I hear you. In Psalm 107.20, he said, He sent his word and he healeth thee. And, you know, the enemy is very good at whispering lies. And the Bible tells us to take every thought captive mm -hmm. and... We have to be quick to discern the voice of God. Amen. Will you talk to me a little bit about that? Um, how does how does people hear the voice of God? Today, you know, we have, well, if you're hearing voices, you're in big trouble. But the Bible is very clear that uh, his sheep hear his voice. Mm -hmm. Could you talk a little bit about that? We do hear many voices, and we need to discern whose voice is who. But Jesus said, my sheep know me, and they hear my voice. They know my voice. It's the getting to know him. And when you know the heart of God, you know that who is speaking to you is out of the heart of God or not out of the heart of God. And, and it's, it almost is a practice thing. Sometimes you miss it. Sometimes it, you didn't hear right. And you learn from those times that you don't hear right. But the more you know Jesus, the more you know his voice. My sheep know me, and they hear my voice, and they follow me. So it's in the knowing Jesus and the following him that that voice gets clearer and clearer and clearer. And God always wants the best. Like you said from John 10.10, 10, 
He has come to give us life and life more abundantly. And uh, I interviewed someone recently that had heard a voice to jump off a bridge. Um, Christian, um, but that's not the voice of God. No, the, certainly not. Um, the enemy tries to trip Christians up even mm -hmm. um, because that is what he his job is to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit more. How has this healing affected your family, the people around you? Apparently, it's affected you enough that you've founded a church um, to share the good news. Uh, talk a little bit about that. God called us out of the church we were in, and we didn't really know what he was calling us to. And so we just stayed home in our living room, and then God just started bringing people our way, and we outgrew our living room, and so we had to get bigger spaces. <clears throat> but it, it has affected my family. One of the things I'm the most excited about is that we have my family is in church with us. There was one Sunday uh, a few years ago when 12 of my family members walked through the church door. Uh, so God has spoken to them clearly and loudly about what he's doing. Yeah. And uh, they're not all there yet, but I'm believing that they will be. Amen. It says, New Song Church, together growing in love with God, self, and others. And... We know where there's unity, God commands a blessing. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that God is raising up voices. You know, the days of being silent when we know the truth um, is over. You know, he's looking for men and women and youth that will speak the truth in love. And Amen. I think he's stirring the church isn't going to look like what it's always looked like. No, it's not. Um, I see, uh, I said one day I was going to write a book called Surviving Church. <laughs> but <laughs> I think um, that would be a good book. <laughs> but people brought the best that they knew. Um, but I think we've left out a key element. God, what do you want? What mm -hmm. are you saying? Mm -hmm. um, it's not my agenda. It's not my motive. Amen. It's not to line my pockets. God, Amen. what do you want? Amen. Um, and today, I believe he's saying, I want to heal my people. He does. Absolutely. You mentioned the book, A More Excellent Way, and about the root causes. Um, I do believe in that. I do believe that um, because of things that either we've gone through, lies we believe, those all produce symptoms. They do. And um, I know, and I believe in medication. If you need to take medication, you know, that's um, okay, mm -hmm. too. We never condemn anyone that's on medication. Absolutely. Um, but then um, we find on the other end, people that's been on medication for long periods of time, that it's destroyed mm -hmm. organs. Yeah. And so... Um, you know, I do believe that, again, it goes back to getting to the root cause. Can you expound a little bit more on that? <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. The process of it is developing a relationship with God. God God doesn't just want to heal us. He wants relationship with us, and he requires that we be involved in that process. 
he could if he wanted to just instantly heal us from everything but he wants us involved in the process the bible says a merry heart does good like a medicine if you were to change that word medicine into the actual hebrew word that hebrew word is cure a merry heart does good like a cure <clears throat> and there are many scriptures like that one that tells us okay there's if there's joy in my heart it's going to do well in bringing healing to my body because it's like a cure and where do i get that merry heart where do i get that real joy where do i get real peace it's not from the world it's it's from the lord uh, so applying scripture similar to that to your life and then developing that relationship getting to know the godhead god the father god the son god the holy spirit and having a close intimate relationship with them in love is really the the foundational uh, aspect of your healing there are many many christians who don't really believe god loves them there are many many christians who don't love themselves yet god commands that we love him and know that he loves us he commands that we love ourselves. that's that's what our sign says we're growing in love love towards god love towards each other but let's not forget love towards ourselves. People who are filled with self-hatred are people full of autoimmune diseases. That was my root. I was full of self-hatred. And when I began to love myself as God commanded me to and showed me how to, my diseases just disappeared. Amen. It's a love thing. Amen. One of the first writings that I had ever written was The Love of My Father. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I agree. You know, Jesus died for us when we were in our sin, when we were in the mess of the worst messes that we could ever be in. He, did, he yeah. died for us. And he said, it is finished. Mm -hmm. So it's, I always, uh, when I when I pray, I'm always saying, now, Lord, you said it's finished, so the problem is me. Mm -hmm. um, we have to apply it. Help me to discover what yeah. what's wrong mm -hmm. in me yeah. um, so that I can have the fullness of the inheritance, it's mine. Yeah. Amen. And that's what you're talking about. It is. Amen. Tell me a little bit um, where your church is um, located, where you're affiliated with, and um, how is somebody wanted to get in contact with your ministry? Uh, we have a Facebook page, um, New Song Church, Easton, Maine, is how you would find it. Our church is located on the Station Road in Easton and there's a big sign out front that says New Song Church. You can't miss it if you drive in the road. It's it's right there. Um, <clears throat> our church is a very loving, warm, friendly church. We're growing. We're growing in grace and knowledge of God. We're growing in numbers. We're growing in every way. Um, but God's doing it. God, we're planting the seeds and we're watering them, but he is bringing the increase. We do nothing without praying about it first. We let him be our lead and our guide. And uh, we welcome anyone to come visit us, to check us out. Maybe our church isn't for everyone, but we are a body designed to follow the um, original church in the book of Acts. 
the, the whole body is involved. 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14 is what we pattern our church by. We are affiliated with the, with the ACTS churches, A-C-T-S, Associated Churches Teaching and Serving. Uh, we were ordained out of the Hope of the Generations Church in Georgia, which is where the ACTS churches originated from. Well, well, praise God. It sounds like exciting things are happening. Um, before we end the broadcast in prayer today, is there any other nuggets, anything else you wanted to add to it? Um, and then we'll pray for our listeners. And um, I have a, a heart just like yours that wants to see people come in and, and be saved and know Jesus and walk in that fullness. Mm -hmm. and, Amen. Um, so Amen. We'll, we'll agree in prayer on that. Yeah. Is there anything else I you would share? just like to say it isn't just enough for us to want to get saved and die and go to heaven. Uh, this is an abundant life, and God has a lot of work for us to do here. And we can't do that work if we're sick and tired and depressed and beaten down by the enemy. Uh, we need to get back up on our seat in the throne room and take our place and take back what the enemy has stolen from us, our inheritance. And uh, I just would like to end it with Third John, verse 3. Beloved, I wish that above all things that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. That's God's heart for his people. Amen. 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 And on that note, would you um, pray? Absolutely. Father, we just thank you that you have poured out your love on us through your son, Jesus Christ. We just thank you that you have given us everything we need to be uh, sons and daughters of God. You've empowered us by your spirit. You've given us your word. You gave us your one and only begotten son that you so loved us. And I pray, Father, for everyone hearing this broadcast that it, it will have either planted or watered seed that you can make grow, that your word would spread throughout uh, Maine, Aroostook County, and the world that you are still in the business of healing. You are still in the business of deliverance today. You are still God, the same God that was yesterday and will be tomorrow, doing the same things that you did uh, in the early church that uh, you will be doing in the future. And I pray that people will, uh, in their spirits, know that you, uh, the God of yesterday, uh, is the same God today and will trust you and by faith take those steps of faith of just see, searching after you with all of their heart until they find you. Uh, and I know that your ear is listening every time any one of your precious ones turns to you. I just thank you for all you've done in my life, for all that you're going to do in the lives of those that hear this, and take it and run to you with it. I pray, praise you and pray in Jesus' name uh, your will to be done and your name to be glorified. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Pastor Janice, and thank you, listeners, for joining me today. Tune in again next week for another broadcast of Destiny Moments.